Oh dear. Oh dear, this will never do. Let's get to the flat. I'm too close now. Why? Is there anything I can do to help you? Here. Let me get these papers for you. Why, thank you, miss. You really should get inside. It's, it's not a safe night to be out and about. And I, I have to be going. If it's not safe, you should come with me. I know of a place which will be safe, and it's just around the corner from here. <laughs> you should come with me. No, I shouldn't involve you in my matters, miss. You will come with me. Please, come with me. You will be safe from whatever it is. It sounds so close and so dark, it chills me to the core. Please, come. I'll carry this oh my. Oh, well, well, if you insist. What is that? There's not enough time to explain. What is this place you are taking me? How much further? It is a church. It is not far now. It is my home. You will be saved there from whatever that is. Oh, oh my. Sister, I apologize. I couldn't see for the light in the alley. I, I pray you're right about our safety for both of our sakes. Not much further now. There, just ahead. Quickly, inside! Oh, oh. oh, yes, yes. Oh, oh my. It's, it's so dark. Oh. Sister, wh where are you, sister? Sister, is there, is there a lamp that you can light? Why, yes, there is. Do make yourself at home, Mr. Morris Hartford. Sister? How did you know my name? What church is this? Where have you taken me? <laughs> I haven't been called Sister in many, many years, Morris. And this is no church the likes of you have ever seen. We are the church of the damned. I promised you safety from those things. But your safety in our midst is by no means a guarantee. Welcome to another Jake Sampson adventure. 
Tonight we embark on a journey, a dark journey into the sea of emotions. What will our heroes have to face when they come up against the Death Stalkers? Y'all say y'all's crops and cattle have been dying off strangely lately? And the youngins have been missing? Oh, what can I say? What can I say? The, it, farming has just been awful and, and, and it's been terrible for years. And so, first, first, the, 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 the cows, the cattle, they, they've been Down in Georgia, got a dame that's new. Ain't nothing to it, easy to do, call shake that thing, oh shake that thing, I'm getting sick and tired of telling you to shake that thing, now the old folks are doing it. I think you've just about asked enough questions for one evening, stranger. Uh, stop it, we're only talking. No harm can come from that. You've been sharing a good deal of information with this man about our little stack. How much has he told you about himself? Oh, now hold on, mister. Like the fella said, we was only talking. Friendly-like. Weren't we? Well, now... Come to think of it, I, I do not even know his name. <laughs> hey Tex, you sure make friends fast. Fast is das. Right in the middle of my performance, too. What's your name? Jarvis Gunderson. Well, Jarvis, meet Susie. Susie? That's right. The gun pressing against the side of your head. Be polite, Jarvis. Say hello to Susie. Hello? All right, everyone. Let's just settle down before one of you needs me to teach you some manners. <gasps> let go of me! Well, now, what are you going to do about that? Now, hold on here just a second. If y'all got a problem with me, y'all don't need to bring the lady <gasps> yeah, into this. You can't be coming into others' business without being invited. You must... Face the consequences. You won't get away with this. Who's going to save you, Fraulein? I am. I think you'd be wise to let my associates go. Just who the hell do you think you are? And what are you going to do about it? I am Jake Sampson. And I'm the guy that sends the demons in your dreams screaming back to the hell from which they were spawned. As for your town's current problem... I've taken the liberty of removing this evil from your midst. You shall have no more loss of kin or crop. As for this present situation, I'm going to do this. Tex, Lucy, shield your eyes. Come this way. 
now. Which way? I can't see. Come on, Tex, I've got you. This is so huge. This is so huge. What was that, Jake? I can't hardly see anything for the haze in my eyeballs right now. Your eyes will be fine, Tex. As for what those orbs were, we'll leave that for another time. Suffice it to say, those spheres have a life force of their own. Those beings are not from a plane of our existence, and from the sounds of the ruckus going on inside, I'd say they've just returned to their own. We need to make tracks now. Lucy, do you think you can drive? Sure, Jake. Where to? Back to the motel, for starters. Then to Schiffstaschen. We've got a ship to catch. A boat? But Jake, what about Rita? We'll have to send for her, Tex. In your condition, you won't be flying anytime soon. And as much as you've taught me, I can't fly her yet. Besides, we have business to discuss. Has there been any word from him yet, Jake? Any word about him? No. It's as if he fell off the face of the earth. And that's what bothers you the most, ain't it? They just might have fallen into one of those cracks of y'all. Indeed he may, Tex. Indeed he may. Why... why do you leave me alive? Why... why do you not strike your final blow? And either end my life or make me one of your minions. My dear Morris, you're no more good to me damned than you are dead. No, I shall keep you alive as my personal morsel. A snack, if you will, to draw your master even closer to my great feast. He'll never give you what you want. He'll see me dead by his own hand before he cavorts with the likes of you. <laughs> oh, Morris. <laughs> you cut me to the quick. Just last night I was your salvation from those things out there. And now I am nothing but another ghoul for your master to slay. <laughs> you see, dear Morris. Or shall I say Sir Knight Hartford? I don't need him to give me any more than he has. I just need to finish taking all that I want. Soon, the prophecy will be fulfilled. To your man of mine, gentlemen. Uh, welcome aboard the Maiden Thorn. We'll be setting sail shortly. You may wish to join us in the festivities as we prepare for departure. You will find your luggage in the staterooms in just a short time. I'd like to be shown to our private suites. Sir, 
I had arrangements telegraphed in earlier today. My name is Samson. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, I wasn't aware, sir. This way, sir. Can't say for sure, but it sounds like someone just lit a match into someone's backside. What'd your telegraph say? It was addressed to the captain. I informed him that we were coming aboard to stop a murder, possibly several, and that I would need the usual accommodations for this journey. The usual accommodations? Uh, Jake? We've never sailed anywhere before this. Lucy, forget that I was conducting this business for many years prior to our current arrangements, as was my father before me. I have many allies in our fight against the darkness. The captain is just one. Y'all didn't mention nothing about stopping no murderer. What gives? I said nothing of the sort, Tex. I have no intention of stopping murderers. Just the murders themselves. But Jake, why? I'll tell you more when we're settled in. Vampires? On board this ship? But why? Best I can tell is that they were on holiday. They're traveling back to their own country via the scenic route. Why by ship? Why wouldn't they just fly? Accommodations, I reckon. Planes wouldn't give them enough room to bring along all their dirt. Am I right, Jake? Dead to rights, Tex. They need a quantity of earth from their crypts to return to at daybreak. This would be trouble enough for one vampire, but I have reason to believe that there are at least ten aboard this ship. Ten? Jake, how can we stop them all? We don't have to stop them all, Lucy. Just one. These vampires are very well organized and follow a strict code of conduct. I've dealt with them before. They haven't survived all these millennia by slaughtering an entire pleasure craft full of innocence. No, these vampires only cull the weak from the flock. The odd drunken passenger who loses their step, or the older passenger who dies in her sleep. You have to credit them for their resourcefulness. They are good at what they do. You sound like you respect them. I do respect them, Lucy. They're cold-hearted, calculating, organized, and smart. If you don't respect your enemies for their strengths, it will prove to be your undoing. If we stop the one murderous attack, they will be forced to retreat into hiding, fearful that they will be exposed for their true nature and dispatched while they wait out the daylight hours. That's all well and good, but what's this got to do with finding Harper and getting those papers of his back? Yeah, Jake. We trust your judgment, but we would like to know a little of the plan. You know, before we go wandering into a room where nearly half of the occupants might be waiting for an opportunity to become better acquainted with our necks? <laughs> yes, Lucy, I concur. Ah, yes. Here we are at last. Yes, sir. Is there anything else you'll be needing presently? It looks like everything is in order. 
Thank you. Golly! Jake, how'd they fit this much room into a buggy like this? And just how much did it cost to make these arrangements? You're right, Tex. This room takes up the better part of two suites. As for the cost, Lucy, this ship has been in my family for many years. Our diversified business ventures have enabled my family to move freely across the globe whenever and wherever we're needed. We'll have to help yourselves to anything that you may need. Hartford usually accompanies me on these journeys, and, well... You're really worried about him, aren't you, Jake? He's more than just a trusted servant, as you both try to pretend, isn't he? That's right, Lucy. Hartford is the one person I've trusted implicitly since my father and mother were... Well, since I lost them both. He has been my tutor, my confidant, my family. Much like you and Tex are now. I cannot simply let him slip away. And we aim to see that don't happen, Jake. We're here for you, partner. Thank you, Tex. And you, Lucy. Now, on to the task at hand. I'm going to tell you a story about what Hartford was working on for me and what I believe happened to him. In the 5th century AD, Cassius, the Duke of Fountainhead, was the lord of the land of Reldenoir. This land is not known to you as it existed in between places. That is to say, in between our reality and another. During his reign, a great evil fell over the land. Crops withered in the field, animals vanished with nothing remaining but a pool of their blood. But worst of all was the vanishing of the children. Every 45 days, a pair of children would go missing, many from the relative safety of their own homes. That's horrible! Just like in Tessany, Germany, where we just came from. Indeed. Always a pair of children. One male and one female. Between the ages of seven and ten. Not to sound cruel, but wouldn't they run out of children pretty quick? Under normal circumstances, perhaps. But this was a farming community, and recently converted to a form of Christianity that was prevalent in the realm at the time. Both of these factors led to an unnaturally high birth rate in the half-decade leading up to these troubles. Cassius had his best military minds and the holy clerics of both the Christian and pagan sects alike look into the matter in a joint effort. Both religious communities came to the same conclusion. They believed they were dealing with the devil himself. In the end, what the military discovered was not far from that belief. What they uncovered were the Death Stalkers, a breed of half-human, half-wraith-like creatures which had slipped through a fissure in their reality. These creatures subsisted on the crops of the fields and the life force of the animals in the village herd. But the children... Yes, Lucy. The children were part of their needs as well. The Death Stalkers are incapable of creating their own progeny by direct methods, due to their wraith-like nature. Their knowledge of the evil arts and their understanding of the human body enabled them to take what they needed from the children to breed their own race of offspring at the cost of life and sanity of many of those children. Those that did not die during the procedure either became the first meal of their surrogate offspring, or were so traumatized that they spent their remaining few days wandering the wastelands, shrieking in the horror of their own minds. It's terrible. Those poor people. How'd they finally rid themselves of them varmints? How'd they just plumb run out of children? It was close, Tex. Very close. A hermit of the realm, 
some accounts brand him a wizard in his own right, discovered a chemical compound that was so noxious to these creatures that it drove them mad and they turned on themselves. Those that survived managed to slip through the fissure out of the land forever. Only two copies of this compound's manuscript and base elemental samples are known to exist. One of the elements is so rare in our world that it's believed that if one were to gather up all of it into one location, it would just be enough to create the compound a handful of times. It was these two items, the manuscript and the rarest of elements, which Hartford was bringing to me. For you see, the Deathstalkers have found their way into our world by some strange twist of fate. And without these two items, we may lose everything we fight for. So it's these Deathstalker things have hold of old Hartford so they can keep us from mixing up a batch of that magic critter repellent? Shoot! No, Tex. While the Deathstalkers were chasing Hartford, there was a safe house in the village where he was staying where they could not reach him. It was one of these in-between places where they cannot travel. I have reason to believe that Hartford was intercepted by an old foe of mine on his way to this safe house. It's something I would never have imagined plausible, let alone possible. And this situation complicates the entire matter with the Deathstalkers exponentially. If Hartford is being held by this old foe, it is for one purpose alone. To seek her revenge on me. Jay, did I hear you all right? You said her as in a she. You know what they say, Tex. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Who is she, Jake? There will be time enough to discuss my past with her later. For now, let's focus on the most pressing task. The prevention of a vampire feeding frenzy aboard this vessel. You two get some rest while I take the first watch. Jake! It's not even dinner time! That might be so, Tex. But our foes will be dining at a later hour than we're used to. Get some rest, and I'll wake you when it's time to relieve me. Tex, something tells me there's more to this old foe of Jake's than he's letting on. Lucy, you can be sure. If there's a woman involved with a man like Jake, there's bound to be more to it. I ain't saying it's so. Not me. But let's just make sure that any old flame don't rekindle itself and burn him or us in the process. An old flame? Take the man's advice, Lucy. Don't stay up till all hours thinking about it. Just you get some rest so y'all be ready when the time comes. Not Miss Lucy. Yeah, um, good night, Tex. An old flame. Hmm. I wonder. Ah, uh, it's nice that the captain has left me a bottle of my favorite cognac. Simple pleasure in a time of great difficulty could be just the remedy. <sighs> That'll help keep things in perspective. Hmm. A bit cold suddenly. Perhaps another snifter to help fight off the sea air. I've waited so long on my mouth. Don't, don't keep me waiting longer. Come, come to me. Come, come to me.
Miss Cartel, I presume. Oh my. Who are you? What are you doing in my room? I am here to make you mine, Miss Carter. What? No! Jake. Tex. Help. You will be mine this night, Miss Lucy Carter. Let that fool know he cannot play with the forces of darkness without consequence. No. He mustn't. N no. Don't. You are strong. But your will is not your own any longer. Hey, Miss Lucy? Are you decent? I forgot to talk to you about something. Uh, Miss Lucy? I wonder if she went out on no. deck. Miss Lucy? Hey, Miss Lucy! Open no. door! Y'all alright? Miss Lucy! No. Open door! Hey! What is the meaning of this? Y'all alright? You can't be shouting in the hallways. This is not the Wild West. Tex, what is it? Miss Lucy, something's wrong. She's in there, but she ain't answering. 